Hello, this is Michael Ewer, and I'd like to invite you to The Michael Ewer Show, featuring student hosts and very special guests talking about a variety of interesting topics. You can find us on the Eagle Stream YouTube channel. Good afternoon and welcome to The Michael Ewer Show. Today we are very happy to have our special guest, Obelia Exum, who's the Graphic Design Supervisor at the North Carolina <laughs> Museum of History. Tell us a little bit about yourself. I know you're from Wayne County. Tell us about that. Yes, I am from Wayne County. Um, I grew up in Goldsboro, North Carolina. Um, I consider myself still to be just a little country girl from Goldsboro. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I uh, grew up there and um, went to, uh, graduated from high school and went to Wayne Community College. Right. And um, I love Wayne Community because they were like, the roots of helping me began my career. Right. Uh, yes. Do you think that prepared you for your travel? You went to North Carolina A&T after that. Right? I did. Okay. I did. Uh, it definitely prepared me for that. Um, it prepared me for that. I appreciate, and I always say this when I think of Wayne Community, um, I appreciate all of the tutoring that I received uh, there because that definitely prepared me academically. Okay. Yes. And, and and for our Wake Tech students, just know this is a great place. All the community colleges in North Carolina have great, great resources and prepare our students. Now, tell us about your NC State experience. I know you went there for your uh, graduate studies. <laughs> yeah, I did. I came, um, went to, came to NC State from North Carolina A&T after I graduated from there. Um, I was an art education major at okay. A&T uh, with emphasis in design, in graphic design. And then I left North Carolina A&T and went to NC State. And then there is where I majored in graphic design. Wonderful. Um, going towards getting my master's. Tell degree. us a little bit about your work experiences and how you wound up at the Museum of History. Because a lot of people don't even know museums have graphic designers. <laughs> <laughs> and that is so funny because um, there are a lot of people, I'm sure, that I've been at the Museum of History for a pretty good while. So I'm going to say for at least 25 years. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so my experiences, um, my experiences in, in include a long, um, I, I kind of want to say my career is mostly based there at the North Carolina Museum of History, but also along that way, I've also taught at universities, okay. visual communication courses, graphic design courses um, as well. And, and, then, and then you have your freelance, and I'm sharing that with you uh, because all of that is just a part of my, what I call my graphic design career. Uh, but working at the Museum of History has been the place I came out from NC State and began to work, and then also uh, teaching okay. uh, there at the universities. Now, um, adjunct. You did some magazine work. Did you submit some? Some. Uh, and here's the deal. I, I, we do, and just saying what we cover at okay. the Museum of History is graphic designers. There, are two other graphic designers that um, are there as well. Uh, in the very beginning, we started as one, and so that was just me. It's been a long time. Um, so we cover branding there at the Museum of History. 
we work on thematic looks when it comes down to branding, thematic looks for exhibitions. So part of our job is to come up with that look for exhibits. Uh, we also work on promotional items that go along with that exhibition. Okay. So we may come up with a look and then have that look. It may be the title entry, sometimes it is, and then have that look apply it to all of the promotional materials. Uh, we do collateral materials as well printed materials, um, I call them printed, but uh, magazines, uh, we do that as well. We have several of them, program calendar, any of the pieces that you see coming out of the Museum of History, North Carolina, uh, chances are the graphic designers worked on that. And there are some specific ones I work on. Okay. Now, do you want to show Oh, I'm sorry, show any of I always want to include signage. Pieces. Now, tell us about this. What yeah, let me um, just share with you on Ernie Barnes, and if I can get, I'll, I'll just show this one first. Uh, and 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 this is the title entry that uh, I worked on for Ernie Barnes exhibit, and uh, it took a lot of planning to sort of get to this place where we we decided, okay, here is the image that we're going to select and. Um, coming up with text and a typeface, that sort of thing, pulling all of that together, getting the aesthetic of who, who Ernie Barnes was. And so you asked me to tell you about that one, but I had to start here because this is where the branding uh, began. And I began to work on and develop that title panel. And is this from with a, the drum major. Uh, the piece there. And so this, of course, is a painting in the exhibit. I and we thought this image of the drum major uh, being a single image as well would really look good visually, would work well visually with the exhibit because Ernie Barnes has a lot of images, as you well know, a lot of figures in a lot of his images. But yeah, it's very bright colors, uh, that sort of thing is part of his trademark. Um, I had to come up with a title and a look for that, select type, selecting typefaces that go along with that. And I'm pointing this out because I'm getting ready to talk about that a little bit. And then the wood, which is a part of who Ernie Barnes actually was. Thank you. Uh, when he dealt with his father, part of his look on many of his paintings, he has that wood included. You asked me about this and I was getting to it. <laughs> so here's a banner as I worked on the title entry and we came up with, we're going to use the drum major. Then we began to apply it and this is part of the branding and that's what I, I, I brought that because this is a banner that we came up with and this is an ad um, as well. All right. And Ernie Barnes, the exhibit at the museum, for anyone who has not went, it's awesome. It'll be there until March the 3rd. And the museum is open from 9 to 5, Monday, seven days a week, right? Mm -hmm. And it's free. 9 to 5, Monday through Friday. Okay. Okay, what's on Saturday and Sunday? Saturday and Saturday. And then Sunday, 9 to, nine to 5. And then Sunday, it opens at 12. Okay. Is it 12 to 5? Anyway, for more information, you can always <laughs> go to the website, mcmuseumofhistory.org, and everything is there. Yeah. So the Ernie Barnes exhibit, um, we had some kids from South Africa. It was the first time I went to go see it. Sure. And you, you were their special guest, sure. I would say, tour sure. guide. Sure. Tell us a little bit about what to expect if they come to that particular exhibit, if you want to talk about some highlights of it. Uh, in Ernie Barnes? Yes. Yes. Um, Ernie Barnes figures, uh, and it's just amazing, uh, 
how he, what he paints and why he paints it. Part of his history is that he wasn't allowed, uh, as just as a child living with his mother and father, he wasn't allowed to go out to the club. He wasn't allowed. He went to church a lot. Okay. And so uh, one night he slipped out and went to the Durham Armory. That's the story that's uh, being told. And once he went to that armory, uh, there was a dance. And with the dance, <laughs> of course, it began to excite him because he was a young kid slipping out there. Oh, my God, look at these people. I've never seen it before. And so he began to, I would imagine, uh, he began to take those figures. A lot of those figures are in his paintings. I'm, and I'm segueing into Sugar Shack. Okay. Um, but he came back from there. And one of the things I notice about what he does in his painting, Sugar Shack, I believe is that example of that armory. Um, once he came back and started painting Sugar Shack and in other paintings that, that of his works, I have noticed that a lot of them are, when we talk about growing up in Durham, so their images or paintings of him growing up in Durham, what he experienced when he went to North Carolina Central University. Um, and people in his paintings are often very, very, very colorful. He has energy, a lot of energy and a lot of movement, a lot of expressions. He's into detail, and I think that's really interesting. I think about it as a graphic designer. Um, so he has a lot of banners I'm noticing in many of them. Typefaces he uses. Sometimes he zooms in. You can just look at people's shirts, what they're wearing. All right, so we have a question. Oh, oh Billy. Okay. We have a question. How? Oh, okay. Was he political at all in his beliefs? Was he writing to painting to change the world, or was he just painting because he liked it? Um, and when we say change the world, now you know that's. Yeah. <laughs> Did he have an agenda in his painting besides just painting? Uh, you know, Ernie Barnes grew up as a child, he was bullied. Okay? Right. And I think that's a great story of him being bullied and then lifting weights exactly. and making it to high school and the coach yes. asked him to be on the team. Because people may not know that Ernie Barnes was an NFL athlete and yes. that he won a scholarship at North Carolina Central as yeah. well. Yeah. And I know the story from you and other people <laughs> that uh, in between his plays on, on the field, they nicknamed him Big Rembrandt. They did. <laughs> they did. Oh, it, yeah. See, I remember what you said. <laughs> So, uh, but that question, saying that though, I believe him growing up and coming up being bullied, I believe when you say, is there a message to the world, I believe I want to show images of people around us and those who are not as important. Some of them are important, mm -hmm. some of them are not. I'm going to go to the club, take pictures of that, fashion show, mm -hmm. take pictures of that. On a football field, I'm going to be painting and drawing. I'm, I'm going to talk about politics in one of my paintings. So there are a lot of paintings that he has where um, he is sharing with you who he is. And, and I think that he also expresses, as you say, everyday people. And I think about everyday that painting, people. The Homecoming, which yeah. it could be Central or Hillside, but you see the parade and the drum majors. And he does a lot with musicians and athletes. He does. Yes. He does. Um, and everyday people thinking about Jake. Yes. Oh, my God. Jake, and for the people that don't know, tell them what Jake is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the, the painting of Jake. Jake's a pool player, so if you 
go and see that painting. It's really very interesting. Um, he's shooting pool. And it's one of the more popular, it's one of the more popular um, paintings there at the museum. Everybody loves it. But I believe we love it because we know that character named Jake. If you've ever hung out like the guy down at the bar, uh, the guy down at the shooting pool, or that sort of thing. He likes to bring emphasis to a, a, a pool player. Uh, someone as simple as that, and but also in one of he's got there are two pool player paintings that he has in there. A couple of the thoughts was that this guy was a smart student. Look at this precision as he shoots, as he um, yeah, as he holds his hands and he's getting ready to hit the ball. I believe, and Ernie Barnes I know was about precision. I want you to look at this. It's a smart man. And um, some of the paintings at the museum, they range from his beginning until the end. But one I want you to talk about, I call it a fashion show. That might not be the name. When the ladies are with their eyes closed. Can you tell us a little bit about that? I think you have a little write-up in the museum. It's towards the end, and it's just some women on a runway. Yeah, I remember that one. And uh, that was an unfinished, if I'm not yes. mistaken. That one was unfinished. Okay. Because Ernie Barnes would constantly kind of, some paintings are, I need to go back and complete it. Um, apparently, uh, he was, he did come back and sketch that. Uh, I want to believe uh, in that picture, I remember seeing just the women on stage. Um, I remember seeing, if you were looking at the audience, you can just imagine, well, who are these people? This must be somebody from New York. Mm -hmm. This must be someone who's here to, you know, actually get the dread. Who is this person? There seemed to be an eclectic mix of people in their audience uh, okay. as they were watching there on the stage. Uh, and the women in that painting were elongated. Because I, I don't remember saying elongated, but Ernie Barnes paintings, he is known for that elongated style. Definitely. All right. And then there's um, one about a boxing. I think this is a boxing match. And you talk about the religion. It, it seems like there was a, a scriptural... Was it it's, 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 yes. yes. Now, what was that? It was what? a scripture. But I don't remember there. what the scripture was. But, <laughs> but it was just whatever. Uh, well, it was another one of his because that's what I was saying about him. He would often, I, I think of him so much uh, just in terms of graphic design because he would paint these signs and have these scriptures sometimes hidden in his paintings. And so you have to look at it. Uh, that particular painting that you're talking about in the ring, okay. apparently that went for eight years. Okay. Yeah, that went for, he worked on that for at least that amount of time. And apparently it started with one image and it began to grow around the ring. Yep. We're going to have a question from uh, Dr. Rottenberry. Uh, Tom Rankin wants to know, uh, did he live most of his life in Durham after the NFL? And was there an artist or teacher who inspired his style? There was a teacher that inspired his style, and that teacher, it was said that a couple of things. One was he was, one of the teachers asked him to come and stretch his muscles. That was it, you know. Um, and he had a moment, because like I was saying, he, he, he was bullied when he was growing up, so I believe uh, that particular coach was 
saying to do that. Um, and I'm trying to remember. One of the coaches did come to him and ask him to stretch his muscles. And so he is used to, he was used to, he did get inspired by that particular coach um, to go out. And that's the way he started drawing because I, in a lot of his pictures, he has that sort of muscle tone and that strength when he's reaching. He has a lot of that um, in his painting. He was inspired by a coach. He was inspired by one other person as well. But back to, he, I know, wound up in Los Angeles and he met Norman Lear. We didn't talk about good times, but <laughs> that's another story. And do you want to talk about that a little bit? <laughs> well, I just, <laughs> well, uh, good times. Yeah, his, that's the painting that everybody knows, Sugar Shack and JJ. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yes. Dynamite. That's the one that everybody knows and is excited about. I, I know to come and see um, Sugar Shack. But that was often hanging in the back. Apparently, there were two Sugar Shack uh, paintings as well. I'm so excited to be able to work at, at the Metropolitan Museum of History and then to see all of the things that are being offered um, to us as staff members. And then, as a professional, being able to work on graphic design, having other graphic designers to work with me, it's an exciting place to work. And you get to do some exciting work. I didn't get to show all my work. We can hold it up as we close out. <laughs> I thank everyone for tuning in. And next month, September 20th, we'll have Dietrich Clark from the DHIC, which stands for Downtown Housing Improvement Corporation. You can find out about money for your houses, any students or people in the audience that want to get some money. They give up $60,000 for down payments, et cetera. So tune in and you can talk to Dietrich and find out all the programs they have. You want to show some yeah, of Yeah, and I'm showing this. I got a little scratch on it this morning. But um, this was Discover Your Governors. Just want to give you an idea. Uh, we work on exhibitions and just another entirely different thing, uh, another exhibit. Uh, and then also, right now, we have a thousand words Vietnam exhibit. All of this coming up with a brand and a look for that exhibition and then just taking that brand to uh, promotional pieces. So I just want to share that with you. Yeah. And thank you very much. And yeah. this Circa. Oh, Circa? Yes. Uh, I don't oh. know where it is. Okay, well, graphic designer for Circa Magazine. Oh, there it is. Yeah. Let me hold that up just a minute. So, and I say to you all, don't forget, this is Circa Magazine. This is the latest one that I've uh, worked on. And uh, pretty interesting. But don't forget, this has uh, World War One exhibit is what it's featuring, but it has a lot of interesting uh, articles in there. So do take a look at that. And then there's a program calendar also at the Museum of History. I want you all to come by and visit us. Thank you. And for you, have a great day and look forward to you next time. <laughs>